Hey girl, welcome. My name is Eunice once again. This is Eunice My Journey, the podcast. How are you? How's it been? How's your day going so far? What's good, girl? We got a lot to talk about today. Listen, I have an amazing subject. And um, get a glass of wine, cup of coffee, whatever you feel like having today. Let's unwind and let's get into this subject, girl. We got to talk. to this week's podcast. I am your host, Eunice. This is my journey. And today, I I am skipping through the whole first opening or opening remarks or like current event and all that of the podcast. I've been trying to record this podcast since Saturday or the podcast on Saturday and the title was supposed to be They Don't Really Love You which I you know did all the work for I've outlined it I did the outline and everything right but something happened today that just changed everything it changed the title it changed everything like everything just changed so I decided instead of doing that title I'm going to save that title for next week and for this week I am going to talk about friendship and like the the art of listening not not hearing to make a response or give some fix quick you know quick fix recipe or prescription or whatever but really just listening to relate understand and just be there at that moment sometimes um we tend to listen to respond or to give some kind of fix-it resolution to something when the person that's speaking don't really need that at that moment. What they want or need at that moment is for you to just be present and be a listening ear. They're looking to be vulnerable to you and they're not looking for you to give them your your criticism at that time or to use something they've been through or dealt with in the past or you know try to tell them oh you know what you're the problem you need to fix it blah that's not what they're looking for at that moment so the title for this podcast is shut up and listen and it's just that shut up and listen like i've today like i realized that i am surrounded with people but i'm alone and it's so sad like yeah I have a whole bunch of contacts on my phone yeah I have people you know I text and we talk but I can't really be vulnerable to any of them like I can't I'm surrounded by people but I'm alone like it's really just me and it's sad because I spent many years not being that to people like 
I, I am the type of friend that sits there and listens to you and puts myself in your shoes and try to understand you versus give you some fix, you know, like fix it solution or some prescription to getting it right or figuring it out. Like sometimes when you call a friend and you're really like in the state of mind where it's like you can't find the answers or you just need someone to listen or like you're, you're you feel like you're being suffocated by your thoughts or your emotions you're overwhelmed then you call a friend to talk to them and they basically tell you shut up like stop complaining and just shut up and deal with it like if i call you and i'm explaining to you like yo i'm overwhelmed i don't know what to do like i i feel like I'm going through too much. Like there, there's too much on my plate and you're asking me what is it? And I'm like, I really don't know. I just feel overwhelmed. Like, I don't know exactly what it is. And you're telling me, well, maybe you should just sit down and write it down. And no, I, that's not what I need you to do. Like, I don't want to write it down. I'm calling you because I want to talk to you about it. Like, I don't, I don't want to write it down. I don't want to figure it out alone. I don't want you to give me some figure it out recipe. Like, I want you to be my friend. I want you to listen to me. I want you to, 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 to try to understand me, try to put yourself in my shoes. I don't want you to criticize me. I don't want you to take what I'm telling you to use against me later on. That's not why I'm calling you. Like, I'm really calling you as a friend. And I want you to listen. I want you to just be there for me at that moment. I want you to be present. I want, I want you to make me feel comfortable enough to really open up to tell you what's going on. I don't want you to just ask me what's going on. But if you would listen, if you would be a comfort for me, yeah, I might just open up and it tell you exactly what I'm going through, what I'm feeling. But when you just shut me up, how am I going to open to you? How am I going to be vulnerable? Like, I don't think, like, our friends, I don't know about you, like, but we sometimes have friends, and I try not to do this. I don't know if I've done it in the past, but if I have, like, I apologize because being the person that never used to want to tell people what I'm going through and always keep things bottled in until I'm at my, you know, like, the, the top of the bottle is about to explode and I, I let certain parts of it out. Now that I'm seeing how unhealthy that is and I'm trying to open up to people, I, I can understand why sometimes people can't find an exit or they, they feel trapped I'm surrounded by people, but I don't, I don't have no real friends that I can be vulnerable to, that I can be myself with and not expect them to judge me, to belittle me. Like right now I am at my worst. Like I don't think there's any lower than where I'm at mentally, emotionally, financially, all the leads you could think of. Like, I am at my lowest. Like, I really have no way out. Like, I can't see a way out. 
I spiritually like I'm bankrupt like I'm shipwrecked like Sarah Jake said like I am shipwrecked and I don't like I really don't know how to make it out this time like I'm tired I'm overwhelmed I'm confused I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to deal with nobody. I feel like, you know, like I didn't gave so much of me. And I never expect anything in return. But I thought that if there were ever a time that I needed something in return, I wouldn't even have to ask. Because the thing about me is I don't like to ask. I just feel like just like I have my friends and if they're going through something, they don't have to ask me for help. They don't have to verbally tell me, hey, you niece, I want to talk or I need to talk or I want to go out or I, like, I just know like if I just know that that's what's going on at this time. So I offer it. So the same way I expect that from my my so-called friends. Like, family, I don't have family. Like, when I think about what family is, when I look at other people that have cousins and sisters and family members, like, I don't have none of that. Like, I literally have my kids and that's it. Like, even God, I feel like I've... I've ran away so far away that... I don't know the way back home. Like, I don't know how to get back to him. I don't know the way back to God. Like, I don't know the, I don't know the pathway to prayer anymore. Like, I'm literally, like, thinking or I've sunk, like, and I don't see how I'm getting back. There's no life jacket. There's no rescue boat. Like, And no matter how much I fight, and I've been fighting for so long, I'm tired. I don't know what I'm fighting against. I don't know. I'm in a battle. I'm in a war with, I don't know what or who. And no one understands. No one wants to listen. Like, people ask me, how are you? Not good. How are you? Fat line, never respond. So why do you ask me, how am I doing? If when I tell you how I'm doing, you don't really care to begin with. So it becomes a culture. Like, people just ask you how you're doing just to ask because it's something to do. But they don't really care how you're doing. And... Me being the person that's always being there for other people, like, I feel like now I'm a burden to people because I always got something going on. Something's always wrong with me. Like, for the past few years, like, from 2014, let's say, not really, from 2016, 
up until now, I've just been going through so much. Like, I get through one brick wall and there's 10 more. I get through those 10, 20 more. I get to those 20, 100. Like, these things don't even double. Like, they they quadruple or I, I don't know how to explain this. Like, the numbers just keep, wow, like... When do I get a break? When do I when do I get to to breathe? When do I get to breathe? When do I get a break? When do I It's just like I don't know like I sound crazy. Like, I don't know if I sound crazy or if... Oh. I imagine, like, for example, right now, I can literally say what got me to this point would be the choice of giving birth to my baby. Before that, everything was good. Like, I was, I was not financially stabled where, you know... I was not where I want to be financially, but I was okay. Like, I was paying all my bills. Um, you know, they all of them probably weren't paid on time, but I was paying them. You know, I was I was making ends meet. You know, um, I had you know little problems here and there, but I had gas in my car for the week. I had a car. Like now, my car repossessed. You know, so it's like. I'm not working. My car is repossessed. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Like, I'm backed up on my kid's school. It's so much things. And I know I'm putting it out there so I don't care if it's used against me later on or if somebody wants to go turn it into a gossip session or whatever. I don't care. I know there's other people out there that are actually going through what I'm going through. So I'm, I'm sharing it so they can feel so these people can understand too that they are people other people going through the same thing as they are and probably worse and they're not alone this is the point for this whole podcast and this whole um lifestyle journey i guess is to be vulnerable and let people know exactly like there's other people going through the things that you're going through and you don't have to feel like you're alone or you're the only person going through it because there's other people going through it. Like I don't have the recipe right now. I don't know how I'm going to make it out right now, but I guarantee you when I do, I'm going to let you know, like I'm going to share it to you. Excuse me. Oh my God. Raw and uncensored. Like I'm going to keep it real. I'm not going to use no cliche or no, you know, um, fake story or, oh my God, I got out of this in three days. Or I just woke up one day and I decided this is the last day. And it was no, I decided 2019 is the last year that I'm about to go through the things that I've been through. And look at me like I am, I don't know. There's no lower than where I'm at right now. And we are in the fourth month, about to be the fifth month of 2019. 
and I still can't get it right. Like I, I, I fill out five applications a day since the beginning of this month. Normally, with that pace, within two weeks, I find a job. I've been to four interviews. One of them, they didn't even give me a chance for an interview. The guy, I guess, felt, I don't know, um, the lady told me, like a lady followed me outside and was like, he felt intimidated by you. I don't know why he, he would feel that way because you're about to interview me. You should be intimidating me. Like, why would I intimidate you? What the hell? Like, like I'm here asking you for a job, you know? Then he didn't even give me a chance to, to get an interview. The man told me, go work on my typing skills. The typing test requires 25 words. I did 23. I'm missing two like two words, literally. And you tell me to go home, practice on my typing skills? For real? Like, are you serious? And then, like, I went to this other job interview. This is a commission-only position. I live in North Miami Beach. I have to go all the way to Pompano for this position, commission-only, selling, um medical creams and pills to elderly people with pain in Pompano. I don't have a car. I have five children, a baby that's two and a half months, about to be three months. Like, And then your shifts are like, I'm getting off at six. My kids school, I have to pick them up by six. I'm about to be in public transportation. There's no, like, you know, like it's like, even if I wanted to take this job offer, how? Like, I don't have someone I can be like, hey, can, can you, I don't have a mom, a grandmother that can watch my kids. It's me and only me. And when I do, like, I'm at my bottom, my lowest, and I ask in my face, it's, <laughs> but behind my back, it's, oh my God, her kids are a burden. Her kids are this, her kids are, like, you know, like, oh, she, oh, her kids are here. Or like, you know, people don't say that to your face, but behind your back. They go and they say all these things and it comes back to you. And like when it comes back to you, you're sitting here like thinking to yourself like, man, what have I done to you? You know, like especially when you've been nothing but nice to these same people or this same person or whatever. Like it's like you, you sit there and you think. Is this really what I deserve? Do I really deserve this? Like you start you start doubting yourself as a person. You start second guessing. You start like I don't know. Like I don't know about you. Like but for me it throws me like off. And, and times like that, like, I wish my mother was here because I know she was not perfect. And we'll, you know, we'll get to talk about that. You know, my mother was not perfect. She caused some bad things to happen to me, you know, because of, I don't know, because of her, what, what was going on with her at that time, you know, but she caused some bad things to happen to me. And I understand that. And I know, like, as a mother now, there's things she could have probably done to prevent those things ha from happening to me. But if she was here, I know she would have my back. And I probably would not have all these kids. 
Because I wouldn't be in a position to have to have somebody in my life so I can feel loved or whatever or to escape from you know whatever it was that I was going through and we'll get through um, to that as well later on it's just so much and I know you know there's no possible way I can stay down here forever like this can't be my forever this this can't be my purpose in life to just go through things one after the other constantly like I know I'm gonna get a break I know one of my seeds will bring forth fruits but it's just the process and being patient and waiting and not knowing what tomorrow holds if you've been where I'm at and you're not you've been where I'm at and you feel comfortable enough to be sincere and share the path that you took to get out the swimming techniques that you used to come up for air please reach out to me email me you need my journey at gmail.com please email me let me know because right now i've tried everything i can and i'm not giving up i'm going to continue to try i'm going to continue to do what i've been doing and doing more and and just i'm giving a hundred maybe i need to give 200 i'm you know i'm going to continue trying trying new things doing different things i'm con i'm going to continue like i promise this to myself that is a promise that i've made to myself to not give up but if you know a way like just let me know share it with me i want to know I, I need to come up for air i want to breathe i'm suffocating i'm overwhelmed i'm drained i'm tired i really want a break I need a like I want a break I'm, I need to find a way to breathe like I'm tired of being mommy like I'm okay with being I love being mommy I don't want to not be mommy but for a little time, I just want to be Eunice. You know, like, I just want to think for me. And I know this might sound selfish, but how can I...
how can I be strong for you if I'm not strong for myself? You know, being a single mom is so hard. And I, I see now why I never wanted to be a single mom. Like, this is not something I ever wanted to do. Like, I've never wanted to be a single mom. I always envisioned myself being with my husband. And, you know, we, we're doing this together. We're a team. We're raising our kids, you know. Like, that's the lifestyle I wanted. And that's what I thought I was signing up for when I got married. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. And now that I'm here, because I didn't plan for this, and I didn't think that there's a possibility that this might happen, I'm here. I've been doing it for, since 2016, by myself. Like, I don't want to say I'm failing, but I'm not passing either. Like, I'm barely making it. You know, I, if you know me, you know, I don't want to be on, on government aid. I don't want that. Like, I, I don't, I don't want none of that. Student loans are piling. This is like, it's so much. Anyways. I've said enough. I know you're probably tired right now. You're like, oh my God, she's just whining and complaining. And that's okay you feel that way. I can understand that. But I needed to do this. Because I really don't have someone I can do this with. You know, that's just going to listen. And for me, that was very healthy. Like, I felt like a, a weight has been lifted like I feel free in a way like like it's like I just took off a mask the I'm okay mask and people wonder why I'm like I have friends who say oh are you sure you're okay if I'm not like are you willing to listen to understand or are you going to listen to criticize me or to give me some shut up and fix it or stop whining and fix it? Or, you know, like there's certain response that people give to you. They're basically telling you, shut up. You get it? It's like, I want you for a second to shut up and listen to me. Like I called you because I needed you. You didn't call me. You don't need me. I need you to listen to me right now. So shut up and listen. You know? And I feel like, I'm not telling you to shut up, of course not, but I feel like I just got that. Like, I just spoke to a friend. I feel like you're that friend. I just spoke to you and I just told you really how I feel and what I'm living, what I'm going through. That's something that the closest people to me don't know. My sisters don't know this. My father don't know this. My children, they see, they know what, like, they see what's going on, but they don't know really how I feel. Like, when my son asks me if I'm okay, he's like, Mommy, I know you're not okay. I know you're going through a lot. We're going to be okay and stuff like that. Like, I can't let my son know that inside I feel like I failed. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm failing him. Like, inside I feel like I'm not passing as a mom. I'm not, I'm, like, sometimes I question if I'm a good mom, you know, I try so hard. I put them in a private school because, you know, I, I've always wanted that. I, I want the best for my children. 
You know, I want my children when they grow older and they have the family of their own and stuff. I want them to say, my mom did the best for us. She gave us the best education. They might not say my mom took us to every party. My mom bought us every new pair of Jordan that came out. My mom, you know, um, spent on a lot on materialistic stuff. If I had, even if I had, you know, a lot of money to spend on materialistic, I probably wouldn't buy it. Because I don't feel, to me personally, that's not the values I want to put in my children personally. You know, I want to give, I want to build values that and morals that will last them a lifetime versus giving them giving them materialistic things or um stuff to comfort them for my lack of presence in their life or my lack of love and affection towards them like I'm not saying that's what people do or that's why people do that. Some people love that stuff and their kids love it and, and that's fine. But for me, I don't like it personally. Um, and that's not how I want to raise my children. I, I focus more on raising them and educating them and leaving a legacy for them so when they do grow up and they go their own ways society is not raising them for me i focus on other things versus materialistic things that's just my path but i respect everyone else's path and if you can afford it and if that's what makes your kids happy you better do it but if you can't afford it Be wise and don't fall into the demands of society. You know, I advise every parent to, if, if your child has a brand that they like or they love, invest in that brand for your child. Like teach them the value of buying stocks making investments even if you can't like purchase a full share like do something like stash and buy you know a little buy excuse me buy bits and pieces of it i don't know how i ended up on this subject but anyways do that all right that's just an advice um but back to the whole thing <sighs> thank you for listening Thank you for allowing me to come into your car, your home, your workspace, wherever you're listening to me at. My name is Eunice. This is my journey. Until next time, stay blessed. believe we're done like i can't believe this conversation is over but whatever we always have the next time Ooh, girl i hope you enjoyed your glass of wine your little you time because i sure did enjoy my me time i don't know about you but i hope you did keep in mind if you want 
to talk about anything, like any subject you want me to talk about, you want us to um, talk about anything, let me know. Email me, journey at gmail.com. Send me a text message, 305-215-0367. Listen, I have a open door policy. Whatever you want to talk about. I'm an open book. Let's talk about it, baby. Until next time, stay beautiful, love yourself, care for yourself. Remember, someone can only love you as much as you love yourself, okay? Stay prayed up and don't put your head down for nothing. If you must look down, baby, make sure it's to check your shoes. This is not your destination. It's just part of your journey. It gets better. Keep your head up. Keep your faith up. And let's do this. Boss, baby.